Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that helps you understand money maybe just a little bit better. That's what, we're, that's what the goal is, is to just try to learn how to do money better, to understand it, to break it down into itty-bitty parts so that we can make sense of it, pick it up with our hands, look at it, and decide to make it work for us instead of the other way around. Today, we're going to be talking about savings. Savings is setting aside part of your income today for future spending on goods and services. This is by far the secret to the universe when it comes to money. If you can save or if you can learn to live on less than you make, if your defense is better than your offense, if you make money coming in and you don't spend it all and there's some left over or some that you pay first in this case, then this is how you win the game. This is how you get out of the rat race, so to speak. This is how to get money working for you instead of you working for money. Let's stop living paycheck to paycheck. So let's set aside some money. How are we going to do that? First, we need to establish that all-important emergency fund. I can't stress this enough. I know I've said this in several episodes, but the emergency fund is the important first step. If you don't know where to go, you don't know what to do, when money comes into your life, you need to st- start putting 20% into an emergency fund, no matter what else. No matter if you can't make the bills. Now, if you need to eat, that's one thing, but don't pay anybody else. You know, if it's not food, shelter, the very lowest security, you know, if, you, if it's not one of those things, you need to set that money aside because you need to start building that filter. So you need to build the emergency fund. Pay yourself first. We don't want to borrow money under duress anymore. I mean, I think that's what part of the, the problem is in society is that, you know, we get stressed out and we say, well, whatever, I, I don't have any control over this. So we just go deeper into debt. It's so easy to do. The little plastic card makes it so easy to do. Credit being extended makes it so easy to do. We have to stop the cycle. So we need we need to start with at least $1,000 in cash. Now, I know that's not going to come out of the first check or the first you know income you have. If you can... If you somehow come into some money, you need to automatically set $1,000 aside. But if it's not $1,000, if it's $500, you need to take part of that, preferably about 100 of it, and just start making that emergency fund. Eventually, when we get on our feet and we have ends meeting, we're not living paycheck to paycheck. We'll build that up to three to six months to cover our essentials. But for right now, the number one thing when building your savings is build an emergency fund. If you don't have at least $1,000... You need to not put anything in anything else other than the next seven, retirement. If you work for someone who's willing to put money into your retirement, then you need to make at least that match. And the reason why you say you need to make that match is because that's essentially free money. If they're going to match you 3%, then that's automatically a 3% raise. So you put 3% of your money into retirement, they're going to match that. Now, sometimes they'll match you immediately and you're automatically vested into that. But sometimes they may make you wait over a five-year period of time where you're 20% invested, 40% in year two, 60 in year three, 40 in year four, and then 100% in year five. And that's to help people have some sense of loyalty to the company. Uh, I know a lot of companies have moved away from doing that, and they'll just match you right out the box. Uh, so check with your employer. That would be the only exception to not put money in your emergency fund first, is if there's free money to be had, if you simply make the match. So make sure you do that. So we've got the emergency fund. The next bucket is retirement. And this is how long do you want to work for active income, right? So when can you retire? I know everyone tells us in our 60s, maybe 65, even 70, 
we're living longer. But to me, retirement is when you no longer have to rely on an employer anymore, where you have enough money put aside and ready to go that you can live off of. You work because you want to work, not because you have to work. To me, that's what retirement looks like. How much passive income do you have? That's also retirement. If you set up enough streams of passive income, you can essentially retire. Now, retire in the sense of you working for a job. Then you can start doing hobbies and doing things you want. Some people call it the FIRE movement. Financially independent, retire early. Some people don't like that. So it depends on your situation. So if you want to look more into that, we we can talk more about that. Let me know if you want to hear more about that. After retirement, so you have your emergency fund. You've set up your retirement. You got your plan going. Make sure you sit down with a financial advisor. Figure out your roadmap for, for retirement. Then you're going to also, while you're talking to your financial advisor, if college for you or your child or your grandchildren or another relative that you want to help with college, then that becomes, after you get retirement situated, now you get college. There's lots of ways to pay for college. There's 529 funds. That is an investing instrument that a financial advisor can help you with. There are Roth IRAs. That's where you put money aside for retirement, but the principal you can use pretty much how you want. Now, the money you make in that needs to stay in that fund. But talk to a financial advisor to get the specifics on that. I'm making some broad generalizations here. Don't get me in trouble. And then there's CDs. You can invest in CDs. That's very old-fashioned at this point. But once upon a time, CDs used to pay higher interest rates. And it was a safe investment. And you could do what was called laddering. You could do that for college as well if you don't want to tie it up necessarily in a 529 fund. Or if you want to be able to use the money for something else potentially later. So we've got emergency fund. We've got retirement. We've got college. After that, we can start wealth building. We can start investing our money into stocks and bonds and real estate, maybe even opening a business. This is where your money really starts to work for you. Now, if you're going to own a business, it depends on what kind of business you're going to have, whether you're going to be a silent partner or a managing partner. But when you put your money into stocks, you're not actually working for that company. You bought a portion of that company and and based on how that company performs whether you'll get paid on that, right? So it's you're investing in that company, you become part owner of that company, or you're buying debt, like with bonds, you know, municipal or corporate debt, you may be buying someone else's debt and they're gonna pay you for the use of your money. So you, you're in a sense kind of like a little bank, right? You're buying their debt, you do kind of the same function as a bank. You're taking on a little bit of risk, but they're not. it's usually not a high risk. All of these usually have risk, stocks, bonds, real estate. There's no guarantees here. But the, but the beauty of it is, is because there is more risk, there's more reward. So in, this, in the sense of, of a stock, if you spend $100 on a stock, it goes to zero, you will have lost $100. The good news is, if you buy $100 worth of stock and it goes to $1,000, you've made $900. So there is risk, but there's also reward on that. So keep that in mind. So, so far, we're talking about savings. The first bucket is filling up that emergency fund, paying yourself first to do that. Then we're going to take care of our retirement. We're going to take care of any college funds if that's in our future. And then we start investing. And this is where we start to make all of our active income turn into passive income for us. So it works on us. So in recap, savings. This is the cornerstone. This is this is where it all begins. I know a lot of folks don't like to talk about savings because it feels like you're tightening your belt. You don't have to tighten your belt. You just need to live within that framework where every time... comes in, 20 goes to savings, right? And that's going to fill up our emergency fund retirement. 
college investments. The next $50 of that $100 should cover essentials. Now, I know that's not going to be an exact science, but you want to try to get your essentials down into that $50 for every $100 you are making. And then the wants, the 30 is where we start to build quality of life, quality of lifestyle. And that's where we want to go from there. That's where we're going to make everything just a little bit better. Hey, reach out to me. Let me know how I'm doing. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Sean Townley. And then my website, seantownley.com. I would love to hear back from you. If you want to hear about more about the FIRE movement, let me know about that. I can do an episode on that. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.